Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's give God the glory. Let's give God the praise. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord. Amen. Thank you, Brother Booker. Thank you. And uh, uh, I remember when Brother Booker and I met. And uh, he looked like, uh, in those days, in those days, a skinny giant. (laughs) Praise God. If we'd got into it, I'd had to kick him on the shins. But uh, I want to thank the committee for your confidence in asking me to be here. And I'm very sorry that Brother Parker uh, cannot be here uh, today. We all, I could say I, but we all love Brother Parker. If you don't love Brother Parker, you got a problem. And uh, our heart and prayers are with him. And my last night, wasn't that a good word of God? It was a good word from God. But this is a new day. And the Bible said this is the day that the Lord hath made. And we will rejoice in it. And we want to find the mind of God for today. And uh, uh, our text is simply this. A portion of Matthew 16, 18. Jesus said, upon this rock I will build my church. Upon this rock I will build my church. Let's lift our hands and worship the Lord. Oh, let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Let's worship the Lord. Glory to God. 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 Let's worship the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. 2,000 years ago, the church opened up for business. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it set up on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then of course we have uh, the Apostle Peter preaching. uh, This is that which was spoken of by the prophet uh, uh, Joel. And then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The church is now open for business. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here it is 2,000 years later and the church is still open for business. I want to talk to us today about his church. His church. Upon this rock I will build my church. There's nothing, absolutely nothing more dear to the heart of God than his church. Thank God. We are in His church. This is not just 
another Pentecostal group. Uh, this is the original Pentecostals here today. One God, Jesus' name, apostolic, tongue-talking. As I said, there's nothing more dear to the heart of God than His church. Calvary tells us that. The blood, the cross, the nails, the crown of thorns. It, it tells us that there's nothing, absolutely nothing more dear to his heart than his uh, uh, church. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 2 and 8 that he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. It was for the church. It was to purchase the church. The Bible said that we are the purchased possession. Hebrews 12 and 2 says, He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy, who for the joy, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. The reason that he endured the cross, uh, he could uh, look down through the scope of time and he realized if he endured the cross uh, uh, that the drunkard could be delivered, the prostitute could be delivered. Oh yeah, the dope head could be uh, delivered. Sinners could be saved. We are his joy. His joy is in this auditorium today. There's no telling where folks was delivered from or what folks were delivered from that's in this place today. Thank God we are the joy that he saw 2,000 years ago. Glory to God. Glory to God. Nothing, nothing more dear to the heart of God. Glory to God. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. It's his church. Hey, these churches don't belong to us. We may be the pastors, but they don't belong to us. They belong to God. It's his church. It's washed in his blood. It's baptized in his name. It's filled with his spirit. Aren't you glad you've got the Holy Ghost today? He came into the world to build his uh, church. We're not talking about, we're not talking about buildings. We're talking about a blood washed purchased uh, a church. Uh, this is where his heart is. His heart is in his church. Uh, we desperately, I'm going to say it again. We desperately Desperately, desperately need revival and evangelism. I said we desperately, desperately, desperately need revival and evangelism. Praise God. Praise God. The Bible said that God was manifest in the flesh. God came to this world to do what? To purchase a church. Hallelujah. Uh, there was the cross. And we know the story of the cross. There was his death. There was his burial. There was his resurrection. But just before he left to go into heaven. He left instructions for us. His church. You know. Uh, if a man is on his death 
bed. And, and, and he's got enough life to leave some uh, last-minute instructions, any of us that are here today, if we were on our deathbed and we had life enough to leave some instructions, the thing dearest to our heart is what we would talk about. Jesus, it was after his death, his burial, and his resurrection, and he's going back into heaven. He left some last-minute instructions for us, his church. He said, go ye. This is the last thing he said. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Black, brown, Asian, white, it makes no difference. Preach the gospel to every living human being. Praise God. And he said, in, in that, uh, along with that statement, and he said unto them, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses, witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and now Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. This was his heartbeat. This was his last instructions. And he put this responsibility into the hands of his apostles and disciples. It's been passed down to us. We have a responsibility to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. The Bible uh, says, let this mind be in you which was in Christ. What was the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ was he came to seek and to save the lost. He came to seek and to save uh, the lost. It is evangelism. 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 Praise God. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city. Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor, the maimed, the halt, the blind, that my house may be filled. The book of Acts was a book of actions. You know the book of Acts. It was a book of evangelism. It was a book of reaching the lost. It was a book of starting churches. Praise God. And that's what I want to talk about today. Hallelujah. You know, maybe I've been at the wrong place at the wrong time. But I just don't hear enough about starting churches. That's right. I just don't hear enough about starting uh, uh, churches. Let me tell you uh, my story. Uh, I wasn't born and raised in Pentecost. I was born and raised in my formative years in West Texas, not East Texas. There's a difference in East Texas and West Texas. I was born and we lived way out in the country. When I say out in the country, there was no electricity. We had no electricity. We had no running water except from a windmill. Uh, we had no inside bathroom. 
We took our bath in a, in a galvanized uh, tub. Some of you young folks don't even relate to what I'm talking uh, about. But that's the way life was when I was born. You know what? In yet less than a year and a half, I'm going to be 80 years old. I can't believe that. In other words, I can see the end of the sidewalk from here. That means whatever I'm going to do, I've got to hurry up and do it. And that's what I'm doing here today. I'm hurrying up and doing it before I come to the end of the sidewalk. Hey, church, we need to get some hurry up in us. Glory to God. I'm just going to say it this way. It's time to get off of your cedar end and get out in the street and get something done for God. Bible said, woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Let's lift our hands and worship God. Glory to God. Well, anyway, I wasn't born and raised in Pentecost. When I was just a small boy living out there in West Texas, I don't know if you can find God in West Texas with a search warrant. God had to get me all the way to California to get saved. But when I was just a little boy, God really did talk to my heart. One day I was looking at a book. We weren't church going, folks. Uh, but I was looking at a book and there was a picture of this man on the cross. Nailed to a cross and blood. And I, I went to my mama and I said, Mama, what's, what's this all about? And she told me about Jesus dying on the cross. But I didn't know what it was all about. And anyway, I'm skipping a lot. We finally end up after World War II. They, uh, uh, I remember, hey, I remember when they dropped the atomic bomb. One day I was telling that story about dropping the atomic bomb. And my grandson, Drew, he was just a little thing then. And I was telling that story and he's listening. He said, Papa, did you hear it all the way over at your house? <laughs> I didn't hear it all the way over my house, but, 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 but we felt the effects of it in West Texas. Anyway, we, we moved, uh, 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 to California. And then we still lived in the country. And, uh, uh, one day I, we went to, uh, to the big city, Modesto. And, uh, we went there to visit my cousin. My cousin said, I go to Sunday school. Now, he said, a bus comes by here and said, uh, he said, I, 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 you're standing all night with me. I'm going to Sunday school in the morning. I, well, I'll go along. I remember, I remember that old bus coming down that street. And, and, uh, uh, and, and I got on that old bus with him. And there was something different about those folks that was on that old bus. We went to church. We went to that Sunday school. There was something about that. It got a hold of me. It, it talked to me. It, I'm telling you what, in my life, it took the old rugged cross and the old rugged bus. That's right. I believe in the bus ministry. In fact, in our church uh, this last Sunday, they, they ran at least, at least 14 buses, not counting vans. You say, boy, that's a, that's a lot of buses. Well, there's a lot of people out there that need to be bus. The Bible said, go out quickly and get them and bring them in that my house may be filled. Some folks are afraid of numbers. Let me tell you, don't be afraid of numbers. Look in the book of Acts. You'll find multiplied and added to. You'll find numbers. In fact, the first chapter talks about 120, and it multiplied from there. 
You can build a church without compromise. Yeah, you can build a church without compromise. I'm talking about an apostolic church. I'm talking about a Jesus name church. I may tell you more about that later, but anyway, there was something that got a hold of me that first time to a, it was, thank God it was a Jesus name church. It don't count unless, unless it's Jesus name, but anyway, 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 uh, anyway, later, in later years, we moved, uh, uh to Modesto. And, uh, then I was in high school and played on the school football team, the track team and, and the basketball team and, 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 and all of that. But when you get the Holy Ghost and get baptized in Jesus' name, you give that stuff up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where'd all the shout go? Yeah. And so it was. And so it was. That my cousin and I, he was six months older than I. My cousin and I, uh, we decided we was going to visit that Pentecostal church that, that he used to go to Sunday school in. And so uh, we started hanging around the Pentecostal. I'll never forget it. There was something about, oh, that singing. Oh, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. God got a hold of my heart. I remember getting out in the yard and walking up and down in the yard and, and, and God dealing with me and I just a teenage boy wrapped up in, in the things of, of the world. But I remember that night uh, when I went to the altar and I repented of my sins and laid flat on my back and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. Uh, hallelujah. And was baptized. Uh, that same night in the name of Jesus uh, uh, Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to believe in Sunday school. You need to believe in the bus ministry. You need to believe in the fan ministry. Praise God. But anyway, I was in the church and and after a few years uh, with my pastor's blessing, uh, I was 19 years old with his blessing. Uh, I went evangelized and I evangelized a few years and I got this, I got this, I wanted to settle down. I wanted to start a church. I want, I don't want to take too much time here today, but I, I want to start a church. And so, and so I got to praying and looking and, and, and so I went to a town and, uh, uh, I went to a town and things just began to unfold. It really did. I met a guy that uh, owned a church building and we was working a deal with him and I had a, I, I could have got a job. Uh, that all worked out. Everything. Boy, I want to start a church. I'm going to start a church. And you know what? When it got right down to it, the Lord said, now this is my experience, okay? Uh, the Lord said, I just seeing if you're willing. I was willing. Uh, let me ask you a question. Are you willing today? Are you willing? Hey, we need, we need some men that know how to dig out a church. And so it was that, that men, and, and, and then it, it just seemed like God relieved me while I went on evangelizing. Then, in a couple of years, Brother Elder Price called me. He said, Brother Morton, he said, I'm taking care of a church down here. And he said, it's in bad shape. And he said, uh, uh, I'd like for you to consider coming and taking it. Bad shape. I'd like for you to consider coming and taking it. Well, I'd never been to that church, but I'd been through that town. 
this is the bad shape that it was in. I said, okay, I'll come and think about it and look it over. And, uh, and so I went there, pulled up in the churchyard and weeds was grown up. There was a broke down bus beside, uh, the building there. There was a part of the building in the back, uh, Sunday school annex. It wasn't uh, finished and, and it needed a paint job. And it was six months behind on its payment. They were about to be foreclosed on. And they had uh, had two members. That's it. Two members. And But I was looking for the will of God. And it was two women. Can you imagine me pastoring two women? But anyway, that's a story. Anyway, uh, I got a lot of stories I ain't telling. And, and, and so it was that, that, that uh, uh, I... I, I, I there was the front door and there was a side door and there was a couple of double doors. And so, uh, I got my pocket knife out. I thought, I think I'll pick them doors if I can. And I think I'll, uh, go in there and look around. I was just trying to find the will of God. Now remember, this is my story. And, and, and I walked up to them doors and, uh, I, I was going to pick them doors. God is my witness. Them doors went just like this. They came open. I never stopped walking. I just walked on in. That's right. And I stepped in there and, and, and the Lord spoke a scripture to me. Behold, I set before thee an open door. I am telling you immediately, right then, right. I felt God. I, I feel it now. I feel now what I felt then. I'm telling you, it was the will of God. Hey, I don't have to be a prophet and stand out here and say, God has showed me something. There's somebody here seeking the will of God and for a change in your... Hey, uh, common sense and experience tells me there's folks here looking for the will of God. There's probably a man and a woman. You've been talking to each other. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What? Hey, 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 hey. God will take care of you. Man, I stepped in there. I didn't care if the church wouldn't paint it. I didn't care if it was six months behind on the payment. I didn't care if the bus was broke down. This was the will of God. The will of God is not always pretty. The will of God is not always desirable. Jesus in the garden said, not my will, but the, hey, hey, some wills need to be broken in this place today. I said some wills need to be broken. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so there I was. And this is true. There was a person in that city that I didn't know, but knew of me. And, and they were the manager of Montgomery Wards. And I had a job before I ever got there. They heard I was coming. They said, I'm going to give him a job. Well, I need the job. But anyway, anyway, and those two women, God is my witness. One of them got mad at me and left the first week. And the other one died later. And, but I'm going to tell you something. I was in the will of God. The bus was broke down. The building wasn't painted. I had to dig up some money somewhere uh, to catch up. Uh, bills wasn't paid. It was a, it was a mess, but it, <laughs> it was the will of God. It was the will of God. It was the will of God. Hey, there's too many guys sitting around waiting for some of these guys uh, to give up a perfect situation that they can take. Come on, God may be calling you to start a church. God may be calling you to take an old broke down church. 
And God is my witness. Within six months, we had a breakthrough and prayed through enough people that I was full time in six months. And it wasn't a bunch of move-ins. Did you hear me? We was praying people through. Move-ins ain't revival. Move-ins ain't revival. Praise God. Glory to God. I remember my tithes went to $85 a week. Now, that was good money in those days, though. That's right. And, and, and But it was the will of God. But I still wanted to start a church. Well, anyway, after a few years, uh, I, it was the will of God for me to go. So I went and uh, I went to evangelizing again. Now, I'm getting, I'm getting somewhere. Just stay with me. I went to evangelizing again. And, 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 uh, and uh, uh, I wasn't even looking for a place, really. Brother Lane asked me to come to Fresno and start a revival. So I went to Fresno and started a revival. And, and so uh, uh, he said, Brother Morton, do you mind if I'm gone a few days? He said, Brother O.W. Williams has given up the church in Texas and they want me to consider taking it. I said, no, that's fine with me. He went to Texas and he come back and he took that church. And he left and I stayed. It was that quick that it, I didn't even, I wasn't even praying about it, really. It was that quick and that, you know, thank God it come easy. <laughs> Everything don't come easy. But, but he, uh, he, he and, 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 and I stayed there 41 and a half years. Revival, 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 revival. Now, you're saying, but Brother Morton, you took a good church. I really did. I mean, a good church. A good church. But you know what I could have done? I could have played the part of a fool and let it went down. There's too many taking churches and instead of them going up, they go down. Well, that's another day. That's a sermon for another day. But anyway, 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 anyway. It bugs me, folks, tearing up churches. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Brother Morton, you, yeah, but okay. They had built a new auditorium one year before I got there, so I had a new auditorium. But in seven years, we had that filled up, and we needed another one. So we built uh, our auditorium set a thousand. And, 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 uh, I, but I still had him, I, 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 I won't start church. I won't start a church. And then, uh, we, uh, we was gonna buy 40 acres outside of town there to build a big sanctuary someday, you know? And so I told the church, we're going, and I raised some money. And I said, this is going to be, uh, this, going, this money will be. When you raise money for something in a church, you spend it for that. And so, and so I, I said, it will, be, it will be used to start a church, I mean, to build a church. Well, it, God was leading me, and I didn't even know it. In no time, we had an Hispanic couple come in, our big Easter outreach. Uh, we have a big Easter outreach. We even have to uh, rent uh, city buses. And uh, 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 anyway, we uh, uh, this Hispanic couple come in, and uh, 
and 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 in no time they were witnessed and testified and and, and and they started having bible studies and and all at once uh, they started having a, a, a service uh, in what uh, in our old auditorium and all at once i heard about a church uh, that was for sale and i went and, 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 and this church and and we bought a church uh, and we put them down there and uh, uh and, and they started having hispanic uh, uh, services uh, well to make a long story short we started doing that uh, all over uh, uh, Fresno. Uh, we started a, a church uh, on West Side. We started a church on Belmont. And when I say start a church, I'm not talking about just a little Sunday school class. I'm talking about we bought churches. We bought churches uh, and started churches. Uh, West Side and in Clovis and Highway City and Pinedale and South Fresno. My assistant decided it was time for him to go. And it looked like it was the will of God. We helped him start a church uh, in Visalia. And then I got another assistant. He felt like it was time to go. And it seemed like it was. He went to Canada. And started church. There's a church in Visalia that we helped start. There's a church in Canada that we helped uh, 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 start. And and all of these churches, uh, except Visalia in Canada, they're all within 15 minutes of the mother church. You say, oh, Brother Morton, I, I talked to the fellows, asked me about this. Oh, they, they act like the, you can't be afraid to do the work of God. Hey, God gave you people to train them and put them out. Train them and put them out. Train them and put them out. Glory. Oh, let's raise our hands and worship God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you you may be saying, what's wrong with our church? What's wrong with our church? I'll tell you what could be wrong with your church. You need some new voices. You need some new faces. You need some new converts. You need some new blood. You need some new testimonies. There ain't nothing like a new voice. There ain't nothing like a, a testimony. Hallelujah. One time there's a fella got the Holy Ghost and, and, and he just got it the night before and there was a, a fellowship meeting and, uh, and he walked in the back door and the, and the chairman of the fellowship meeting didn't know who he was, but he said, I want that brother to testify. He just got the Holy Ghost the night before and he didn't know how to testify. He just reared back and said, hot dog, hot dog. Hey, we need some more hot dogs. Come on, we need some new blood. We Come on, let's worship God a while here. Let's rejoice in the Lord. Glory to God. And I'll tell you what just happened. Years ago, Brother Lane took the church. He was there 19 and a half years. And they outgrew the building. Brother uh, Jimmy Davis was uh, a pastor before uh, Brother Lane. Well... Well, he was the first pastor, then Brother Kelly, and then Brother Lane. But anyway, Jimmy Davis had bought this uh, church building, and the church outgrew it, though, and Brother Lane moved them to another place, and uh, Harvey and Thesta, and then the freeway took that and moved us out to where we're at now. But I told all that to tell you this. That church, that church, I always wanted that church back. But the Catholics got to hold that church some way. And they kept it for years and years and years. You got to understand this was 70-something years ago that they had this building. Uh, and, 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 but anyway, just here recently, since Brother Lackey uh, took my place, uh, I'm here today. I'm without a job. I don't even have a job. Uh, anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, you ought to try it. You'll like it. <laughs> Any, <laughs> but, but anyway, 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 uh, Brother Lackey, since he's been there, just they contacted me the other day. Thank God. That original building that we had, we bought it back and it was going to start another church in Fresno. The original building. That's where Bobby, Bobby Shoemaker used to go, uh, go to church. In fact, they went over and looked at it the other day. And memories come flashing uh, uh, through their uh, uh, mind. But they, what are they doing? They're remodeling it. They're, can you believe we got that for $225,000? That's right. And what are they going to do? Going to start another church. Oh, hey, hey, all these churches that I'm talking about, they're within 15 minutes of the mother church. You say, well, that, that's too close. No, 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 no. Fresno alone is over 500,000. If the county is over a million, hey, we need churches. Hey, we need churches. I hope to God that, and I want to tell you something. If you obey God, where God guides, he will provide. Where God guides, he will provide. Where God guides, he will provide. All oh, let's raise our hands and worship the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I got a suggestion. Y'all need a bigger pulpit. Glory to God. You may, oh, you're seated. Well, anyway, let me get everything straightened up here. You say you have to write it down. Yeah, because I'll forget if I don't. That's simple, isn't it? But anyway, let me say this. Uh, uh, I hope this ain't bothering you because bothering you it ain't bothering me. It'd bother, it'd bother me if I didn't get it straight. Glory to God. All right. Years ago, Brother Booker made mention of it. Uh, in California, uh, they asked me to be the home missions director. And for years, for years, for years, uh, the conservative brethren had uh, home missions. It was Brother, uh, uh, Brother Booker and Brother Clifford Clark, Brother Don Heiler, uh, Brother uh, uh, Galen Gregg, uh, Brother Ken Bowe. And I'm going to tell you, we started churches. This is true. Brother Booker will verify. We had 20 to 30 home missionaries all the time. Am I right? 20 to 30. And we seen after them. And we worked with them. But I got to thinking uh, here of late. I, 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 now, I understand there's some home missionaries here. I don't think I know you. Or maybe I do and don't know your home missionary. But, but I only know of one church right now. Uh, and that's Brother Jerry Trevino up in Fort Collins, Colorado. That's gone up there uh, in the last year to start a church. And he's got a church uh, uh, start. What I'm saying is we need more churches. That's right. I never did get to start a church like I wanted to start a church. But God took me a different path. But I could have went to Fresno. I, I could have went to Fresno and we could have just stayed in that auditorium that they had built. We could have. But, but, but God gave us a vision. Let me tell you, a vision is one thing, but a burden is another. There's folks that's got a vision. They got a vision of this and a vision of that, and, and but no television. And a vision of this and vision of that, and so forth and so on. Uh, but let me tell you, a vision 
won't work unless you got a burden. A vision doesn't get you out there. It's a burden. It's a burden. It's a burden. It's something you live with. It's something you eat. It's something you drink. It's something, oh, a burden, a burden, a burden. Oh, let's pray right now that a burden would sweep over uh, this congregation. And come on, let God talk to you, preacher. Hallelujah. Let God talk to you. Glory to God. Let's, let's spend some time praising God here. God. Glory to God. And in the midst of that, God help us to put out over uh, 20 preachers and 20 some preachers' wives. And, and, and let me say this to us preachers, that we cannot be stingy. Now, now you're going to have to balance this. And, uh, uh, and that is this. Listen, when a, when a man comes to that certain place and it's time for him to go, let him go. Now, there may, may be somebody sitting out there thinking, boy, I need to go and you ain't no more ready than a man in the moon. You and your pastor, I just stir it up. You and your pastor have to work it out, okay? But when it's time to go, pastor, let him go. God will bless you. Brother Ron Garrett was the first one uh, that we put out. We let him go. And then another, and then another, and then another. It got up uh, to 23. But God blessed us. Our church kept growing. Our church kept growing. Our church kept growing. We started opening uh, branch works. Uh, Now let me say this. Uh, You you can sit there and, and think, well, Brother Morton, you were in Fresno and this and that. Hey, don't think how you can't do it. Pray about how can we do it. I said, don't think about how you can't do it. Pray about how you can do it. Glory to God. You know, the children of Israel, they got to say, can God, can God, can God furnish a table in the wood? Can God. They put God in can and God can't do anything. Let's knock this. Hey, there's too much negativism among us. Man, I can't even say it. I don't even want to say it. Praise God. That's right. That's right. But if you've got a preacher in your church that's ready to go, let him go. And God will bless. But we can't do without him. Yeah, you can. If you'll take one step, God will take two. Oh, yeah. And I realize there's some that they get a bug that they're a preacher. And I remember one time there was a good man. I mean a good man, good man. But he had a, had a bug that he was called to preach. And he's a good man. I mean a good man. But I thought, he ain't called. He ain't called. Now, don't do it this way. This is the way I've done this one, okay? Uh, uh, I remember we was having a prayer meeting. There's men praying, praying. And I just felt this. I've been thinking about it. And, and I just went over and tapped him on the shoulder. He was down praying, looked up. I said, brother, you're not called to preach. He said, okay. <laughs> and I'm telling you, he turned out to be the best. You can't believe how good he was. He had a good attitude. He had a good spirit. If you're here today and your preacher tells you you're not called to preach, have a good spirit. Have a good attitude. <laughs> Praise God. And if some preacher across town is saying, if you'll come on over here, I'll let you preach. That preacher ain't your friend. I said, that preacher ain't your friend. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, God, let a burden sweep over this place. It could be. It could be. In a congregation this size that, that 
uh, here's a husband and wife and they're talking. And uh, uh, I just talk to myself anyway. Uh, me, my, me, myself and I anyway. Uh, anyway, you may be talking. We feel like God's through with us here. What are we going to do? Could it be? I, I'm not saying it's God. But could it be that God wants you to resign where you're at? And go start a church or whatever. In other words, I'm saying this. Everybody here needs to find the will of God and do it. I'm telling you, when I stepped in, when those two doors opened and I stepped inside, you talk about desirable. It was not desirable. But ooh, did I feel good. I was in the will of God. God, this is God. I sat before thee an open door. Oh, let's raise our hands again and worship the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Ah, but anyway, Brother Booker and, and our crew, uh, we took care of home missions for years. We started many churches in California. Is that right, Brother Booker? Say amen. Amen. Yeah. We did. And we, we didn't endure it. We enjoyed it. I'm telling you, there's nothing like starting a new church or helping a new church start. There ain't, there ain't nothing like new converts. Brother Spell talking about, uh, uh, talking about that Sunday school convention they're going to have or what? Man, that sounds good. That sounds good. And let, let me tell you something. It costs money. And, and you're saying, yeah, that's it. We ain't got the money. And hey, I'm saying to you again, quit trying to figure out why you can't do it and pray about doing it. God will help you. Because he said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Praise God. Bible said, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous. If Jesus said it in that day, how, how much greater is the harvest today? The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth labors into his harvest. The Holy Ghost, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the church. The church, he said, evangelize, evangelize, evangelize. Start churches, start churches, start churches. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Boy, I don't want to start no fuss here today, but... but but it could be that God's dealing with somebody to go help a home missionary church. I'm saying this, cooperate with your pastor. And I'm saying to the pastor, be honest. Be honest. Be honest. And, and, and just because your pastor tells you not to, doesn't mean he's not honest. Anyway, y'all got to figure all that out. I distract the match to start the fire. Praise God. Lord, I'm going to take a drink of water. And the reason why it takes water to build up steam, and I'm fixing to build up steam. Glory to God. Oh, let's worship God. It's tongue talking time. It's tongue talking time. It's tongue talking time. It's tongue talking time. Praise God. I remember, I just happened to think of this. Uh, there was a little girl. Uh, riding our Sunday school bus, one of our buses for years. And before I left Fresno, just before I left, 
uh, Brother Abbott, uh, David Abbott, come and preached us a meeting. And he, uh, uh, in that meeting, there was two families came in. They were kin to one another. Because of that little girl, uh, that little girl, she grew up, that little girl, 18 people came into our church. And I think about 10 or 12 of them is still there. You don't keep everyone. You say, well, I'd rather have uh, five that sticked. And let me tell you something. It takes a lot of contacts to get a, uh, get a convert. It takes a lot of contacts to get a convert. It takes a lot of contacts to get a convert. Everybody's not, hey, listen, we prayed them through. Some of them stick, some of them didn't. But more stuff than didn't. You just baptize them in Jesus' name and say, next, get another one. Next, just keep running them through. Now, I know some of you don't go for this, but uh, I'll tell you what, I got corn in the crib. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Dear God. Oh, God, give us a renewing of the Holy Ghost. Give us a renewing of the Holy Ghost. Now. I could preach on and on on that, but I won't say this. All right, I want to talk about this. What? We need to start churches. But I'm wondering, what kind of churches do we want to start? What kind of churches do we want to, uh, to start? Uh, listen, let me tell you, this is the kind we want to start. I'm not t- talking about just a crowd. A crowd ain't a congregation. But you got to get a crowd to get a congregation. Glory to God. When I walk in the church and I smell cigarette smoke, I don't go, who's smoking around here? I say, boy, there's a sinner here tonight. Praise God. There's a sinner here. I'm going to get that sinner. Where's that sinner at? Glory to God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. I walk in and somebody ain't fully clothed. I don't say, well, boy, bless God. Yeah, yeah, No, no, I say, there's a sinner. Glory to God. That's right, that's right. Hey, hey, hey. The Bible said he come to seek and save that which was lost. <laughs> we want an apostolic Jesus name, one God tongue talking, Acts 2.38, John 3.5, church. Hey, we must never lose this apostolic flavor. And I'm telling you what, God is sick and tired, and I'm sick and tired along with God of these fellows. I'm talking about Jesus' name, uh, supposed to be apostolic, uh, starting ch- supposed to be starting churches or, or changing their church. And we're going to do this now. We're going to do that now. All this modern uh, garbage and, and whatever. Stay apostolic. Preach Acts two thirty eight. Preach the oneness of God. Hallelujah. Well, let me go on here. The book of Ephesians chapter 5 says that Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Listen to this. That he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot nor wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. The church is to be a consecrated, dedicated, clean sanctified, modest, pure, set apart church. Oh yeah. And it's to be a good old King James Bible believing church. A good old King James Bible believing church. 
a good old King James Bible believing church. What kind of church we want to start? We're talking about starting a Pentecostal church. But but identify yourself with we are Pentecostal, but we're apostolic, but we're Acts 238. I've heard some guys, ooh, I've heard some guys say, say, well, I like to get them in for two or three months before. No, 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 no. We preach them in on Acts 238. Praise God. Glory. Boy, I'll never forget when I went evangelizing. I was just 19 years old. I turned 20 pretty quick, but, 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 but anyway, anyway, this blowed my mind. It still blowed. I was in a car with a preacher and we was driving down this freeway and he began to tell me how that, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but anyway, he began to tell me how that there is a bride and then there, uh, I don't believe this light doctrine. Walk in the light as he is in the light. And you shall have fellowship one with. You know why I have fellowship with these men? Because we're walking in the light. This is one God. This is Jesus' name. This is apostolic. Oh, it's Acts 2.38 or hell. That puts a responsibility on us. Did you hear me? And he began... I, I, I just... I can still remember looking down at it. I couldn't, I'd never heard anything like that. I'd never heard it. God had revealed to me the oneness of God in Acts 2 3. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. We're going to stay apostolic. If, the, if this fellowship, WPF, if it's going to survive, it's got to be Jesus' name, it's got to be one God. And it's got to be holiness. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 2 and 9, In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest appear with shame faces and, uh, and sobriety, not with broad hair, gold, pearls, or costly array. That's Bible. This makeup is, the Bible's against it. But I just put a little here, a little there. You're going a little, little too much. One thing leads to another. Our women shouldn't be wearing makeup. I'm talking about you, Brother Morton, you getting off your subject. No, this is the kind of church that we want to start. And you say, well, Brother Morton, uh, do you, do, as soon as they come, no, we have a new converts class. We don't just, uh, no, uh, they may come in with dress like uh, whatever. You just, it, it'll take care of itself. If it don't, with wisdom, you take care of it. That's right. Praise God. No cutting the hair. The Bible says, for if a woman have long hair, it's a glory to her. No cutting it. No dyeing it. There's too much dyed hair in Pentecost. Oh, I just feel like I throwed some water on on an old hen right there. 
Hey, when I was a kid, you, you throw water on old, you have an old wet hen, boy, they get, they get all, all shook up. Hey, 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 if you're a woman here and I'm talking about makeup and cut hair and all that stuff, don't be like an old wet hen. Thank God that you don't do it. Thank God God's bringing it to your attention. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that some folks said at a convention you shouldn't preach like this. Uh, listen, I didn't ask for this job. And this, and Von Morton comes with a package, or this comes with a package. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For the men, it said, they're not even nature. Teach you that if a man have long hair, it's a shame to him. Glory to God. Sleeves on men and women ought to cover the elbow. No tight fitting dresses and, 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 and men's pants tight fitting. I'm not getting off the subject. This is the kind of church that we need to start. Glory to God. I'm telling you what, like I told you, I can see the end of the sidewalk. By the way, uh, does any of you brethren want cuts? <laughs> Brother Godel, would you like to get in front of me? <laughs> just be willing, just be willing. Uh, <laughs> hey, sit down. I'm not, you're not going to stop me by standing up. Praise God. Man, I, I feel like an up Let's lay one on the devil. Let's lay one on the devil. Let's lay one on the devil. Glory to God. Praise God. This means sit down. Keep preaching. This is sign language. (laughs) Glory to God. Hey, let me tell you. Here a while back, I was in Colorado Springs. Brother Tommy Johnson, Brother Burgess. I was walking down the sidewalk. Walking down the sidewalk. And, and right up there was the end of the sidewalk. And it just went out into a field. I thought, you know, that may be a tight and shadow. I'm not going, I'm going this way. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. You say, Brother Moore, what do you mean coming in the sidewalk? I'm almost 80 years old. I'm in a dying age, man. But I want to die in this apostolic Jesus name. Faith. There's just one, one, one. One way to God. Baptized in Jesus name. Praise God. You know what? I've been there and done that. Bought the t-shirt and come home. But it had long sleeves. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what we're having a revival of. Now look, since I retired, somebody said, Brother Morton's retarded. I'm not retarded, I'm retired. (laughs) That's right. And uh, when I retired, one of the saints gave me a big sign. I I should have brought it here. uh, To hold out and said, we'll preach for food. (laughs) I'll preach without food, man. We got a responsibility. But I've been to over a hundred churches. And I'll tell you what I don't like about retirement. I'll tell you what I don't like about retirement. First of all, I've never looked back, never regretted it, and so forth and so on. I just feel good about it. 
praise God. Somebody, 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 somebody said, well, Brother Morton, what about them branch worship? What about that? I said, that ain't my problem. <laughs> Give that to somebody else. But, but, uh. Listen, people are getting saved in our branch works that wouldn't be saved if we just had that one mega church there. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I've been to over a hundred churches and I see something slipping in. And that is, and it's called jewelry. Oh yeah. Now I could say, I could say, we don't believe in jewelry, but I'm going to name it that. This apostolic church should have be no jewelry. I'm talking about bracelets, necklaces, brooches, earrings, various ornaments of the hair, cufflinks, tie clasps, watches that look like bracelets. Praise God. You say, Brother Morton, I don't believe that. I do. I'm preaching it. We built a church in Fresno, California with this kind of preaching. Finger rings such as friendship rings, birthstone rings, class rings, engagement rings, wedding rings, rings, any ring you put on the finger. Praise God. Glory to God. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. Y'all must want to sit down. Glory to God. Let me tell you something. Sports has become the God of this world. Any church that's got a ball team that's playing in league, you need to go home and shut her down. It's a step in the wrong direction. I said it's a step in the wrong direction. When I got the Holy Ghost, I was on the school football team, basketball team, track team, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And my pastor, he didn't say anything to me. I, but he would have, but he used patience with me. And I got, you know what? There was a saint that called me and said, boy, you, you need to quit that, quit this. It's made me so mad. I, I, I got mad. <laughs> But my pastor used patience with me. Hey, hey, saints, you just get them sheep in. Let the pastor take care of them. But pastor, do take care of it. Yes. Yes. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. What am I talking about here? Sports, that's right. I just want to see if you boys paying attention. Yeah, he was, he, he was paying attention. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Uh... Uh, a church should not be in in a city league or church league or any other league. Now I'm going to tell you something. You say, Brother Morton, why are you preaching this? Because it'll kill it if we don't preach it. It'll die if we don't preach it. And I'm telling you, these churches is cutting loose. I've heard of some of our Jesus name churches bringing in a big big screen uh, on... uh, on that big football day, day, whatever. Oh, come on. How'd you know it's Super Bowl? I just wonder. I just. What do you know about the Super Bowl, big boy? I don't know who won the last fight. <laughs> Praise God. And they all watch it together. This ought not to be. You ought to be going over to your neighbor's house or kinfolks. Watch it. I'm telling you, it's killing us. 
Make us right. This sports thing is killing us. Right? Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's worship God. Come on, worship God. Come on, worship God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. There's a lot more to say, but the main thing is we need to start churches. And, and churches that are already started, you need to go home and do something. If you say, well, we can't get folks to cooperate. Well, you do it. You say, hey, listen, when I took that, that church in California that was in a mess, I went out and knocked doors by myself. Knocked doors by myself. All I know that in six months, uh, we had revival. Glory to God. I'm telling you, where God guides, He will provide. Hey, 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 our churches need to be on fire with evangelism. If you can't get a bus, go get a van. Get something, but bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. Get excited. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah to God in Jesus' name. I could tell you bus stories, but I'm telling you, there ain't nothing like soul winning. See, some folks don't know. Some folks don't know this side of Von Morton. The, all they'll know is he went to that conference and preached against sports and preached against that. Hey, I am evangelistic. I believe in soul winning. I believe in starting churches. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, let's raise our hands and worship the Lord. Go ahead. Oh, come on up here in the front. 